Welcome to the Eden Gathering Podcast. It's so good to have you with us. Um, today's an odd one, an odd one for me because um, I've got someone that I know really, really well. <laughs> um, like, like we're <clears throat> actually friends and everything. Um, wow, he's admitted. No, no, I have like I've had friends on the podcast, but like, so this is my second time seeing you today. So yes, that it is. kind of tells. So, Soph. Hiya. Hey, tell us about yourself. I'm Sophie. It's only, by the way, it's only weird for me because I know who you are. Yeah. So I ask you your name and I know your name. Yeah. Um, and what do you do? Okay, what do I do? So I'm a, I'm a youth worker. Um, I am a member of the staff team here at The Forge as well. Woohoo! Even though some people probably think I'm not anymore. No, you are. I, I definitely am. Yeah, yeah. You just have a real job as well. Yeah, I do more than one job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm a youth worker um, and I work four days a week at but the But you do mix. youthy stuff at, at the Forge as well. Yes, it's not I like you, you, you sit here making coffee. No. In fact, you don't make enough coffee, no, in my sorry. opinion. I will try harder. Um, but yeah, I'm a youth worker. Um, and apart from working at the mix, I also am the administrator What's for the What's the base. mix for people that don't know? Because I feel like we reference the mix. We talk about a it a lot, lot as I a think. church, but I don't know if anyone knows. I think we're sort of slowly taking it over. Hmm. In real life. Yeah. So what is the mix? Is it like a cool thing that you have on Spotify? Like, oh, I work on the mix. N- no. No. But we are quite cool. Well, I think we are. Um, so we are a um, youth charity and we have a big building in Stowmarket where we do loads of youth work from. Mm. Um, we have lots of different projects that go on there. We have a lovely coffee shop in the back. and Good basically coffee shop. It is, well, good food. It's, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Everything's good. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is. <laughs> Can't take you seriously when you look at me. No, like but that. I was like, like the coffee is like, hmm, but like. Okay. I think when you describe something as a coffee shop, okay, it means they like do coffee. Whereas they I do. see like the mix as like ideal lunch. Yeah. Like the lunch you had earlier was well, great. Yeah, well priced, a lot of food, really tasty. I see like a coffee shop. I'm like, I'm going to sit somewhere with a pallet wall with some like Tuscan lighting. Okay. And I'm going to have like a shot of some. There's no shots. Coffee from like that a cat's pooed out. Oh. That's when you, you say so, nice you coffee shop. So that's what, that's where my to. head goes to. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. the mix is a youth centre essentially. We do loads yeah. of one to one coaching and um, mentoring. I'm part of the Together Project. And I'm the youth worker for the Oh, Together I know project. why people will know the mix. People will know the mix. They will, yes. Because that's where the Eden Caverns are. <laughs> as to why you've got me to explain oh it. Because it, Whoops. it's held there once I've a month. Not- <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm having a bad day. Okay. Eden Caverns is here? quite linked with the mix. Just made the connection. Oh, okay. dear. But... <laughs> Okay. Would you like me to explain what I do at the Forge? Yeah, go on, explain what you do. Because actually, we reference the base a lot on the podcast and not everyone will know what that is. Okay. So I'm the administrator for the base, so I do all the legwork behind it to make sure it runs and it runs mm. safely. Um, I do all the rotors. This is in a village in the middle of Suffolk, isn't it? Yeah, so we do. We there hold is this nothing in, else. We hold this in Debenham. There is literally nothing else there for young people. Mm. Um, we open every Friday night during term time. Mm-hmm. From seven till nine thirty, and like loads and loads of people show loads. up. Loads. So on average, we probably have about eighty-five young people a night. Wow. Um, not all at the same time, thank yeah. goodness. 
Um, although it does feel like that sometimes, but we just have the best time with them. Mm. Um, and they, you get to input into amazing. their lives. And it's not overtly Christian, is it? It's no, like- so we are just a community drop-in. Although it's run by The Forge, it's not known as a Christian drop-in. Um, most, I'd probably say most of the volunteers there are from The Forge or linked to The Forge in some way. Yeah. Um, but we don't necessarily push Christian conversations. It's just about how we behave. Yeah, and it's just relation it's just relational. Really, yeah. yeah. They're just amazing. Like I would love everybody to come and just visit the base um, and just hang out and do a, a taste. We should and see. do a big like push for the base because there's ta- one of those honestly, things that you never have enough volunteers for, but like, it gives you so much joke life. That I don't do anything else on a Friday night. I literally don't, but I probably wouldn't have it any other way. There's mm. not many Fridays that I don't do it. No. Even like, gosh, how cold was it? Like at the start of January, was it? And like, I saw you, I I drove past in my nice, I was on my way to an Eden meeting where we were having Chinese. I was with um, producer Alex and um, I saw you there. You must have had about five coats on and one of them was a high visibility one. I was couple glowing. Of hats, <laughs> couple of hats, couple of pairs of gloves, yeah, probably like three like, pairs of leggings I under your tights. I felt like that scene in Friends where Joey's wearing all the Chinese yeah, clothes. Yeah, isn't it? It was like that. It was very cold, but, but they still come out. Yeah, and where are these kids going to go? Yeah. And there's sweets? There's sweets, there's yeah. drinks, there's pool tables, there's yeah. table tennis, there's chill out rooms, there's Alex, he comes to... Yeah. That doesn't entice them in. <laughs> low, low, lower numbers. And lower if it does, that's weird. Nice Alex comes. Yeah. Why does Alex have to make everything I weird? I don't know. It was so You're not even like... speaking in this. It's all about you. So anyway. anyway yeah, we're interviewing you. We are. So you best tell us a bit about your life. Because you haven't done, you haven't like gone straight from like nursery to youth work. You've no. done other stuff. It's so tell me. a bit me, of a gap between So them. where are you from? Where am I from? Um, so I used to live in Stevenage. Where the average life expectancy is 12 years old. <laughs> no. Fact. no so it's you're all well right. done. You've broken the odds there. It's all right. I used to live there and we moved up to Suffolk when I was uh, year seven. So I was about 11. Um, my dad got a job up here as a head teacher. And so we. Captain saw- Colin. Captain Colin, yeah. We, had to, we all had to move with him. Mm. Um, bit weird if we don't. Um, so yeah, we moved up here. I've got some uh, family that were already living up here. Okay, so it wasn't totally out of the blue. You <clears> kind no. of have some. I started coming to the Forge probably maybe a few months after we moved. Okay. So yeah. And have you always lived in Debenham? Always lived in Debenham, yeah. In that house? In that house. Nice. Yeah. Family home. So you went to school in Debenham? I did. I went to Debenham High School. Same and as all the guys for you. from the base. Um, yeah, I loved it there. It was mm. great. Um, nerd you are, aren't it? Um, a mm, little bit. I probably. I mean yeah, that in a good way. Yeah, I probably was considered one of those when I was in school, but I don't know. I got on with most people. I don't mean that as an insult. I mean, I like, didn't take it as an insult. It's okay. We was uh, like a Hermione Granger, like yeah, but how less, it's cool less, to be a nerd. Less thing. posh and not as annoying. Oh well, that's that's pretty rude of you to say. Um, <laughs> it's okay. She can't hear me. <laughs> Emma Watson, if you're listening, yeah. we love you. Thanks. Come in yeah. here and talk about Tweet your feminism us. stuff. Anyway. You're into it, aren't you? Uh, yeah. So I was probably a bit of a nerd. Um, got bullied in year 10. That was a horrendous year. Oh, would mate. not go back and do that again. Uh, a girl literally like chased me down the uh, textiles corridor into my form room, where oh, the whole of my form were like, just stood there watching, really confused as to what happened. Oh, but anyway, um, 
yeah, bullying in year 10 would not go and do that year again. But apart from that, gen- genuinely probably would say I've had the best years of my life there. Met some of uh, some of my best friends there, wow. still in contact. And yeah, would, and really, so what did you really do loved after high school. school. Did you know um, what you wanted to do? Did you? What, what so was... originally wanted to be a midwife. Whoa. Yep. I do not understand. Put my teeth in. Yep. I do not understand how people want to do that as a job. Like Alex's wife, pound in the swear jar. She's a midwife, isn't she? She she works with babies in a hospital. Yeah. Isn't that what a midwife is? No, she's a neonatal nurse. Isn't okay, she? Yeah. there you go. Yeah. So, so that's she's like not, when they're out. And I would apologise to her, but she don't listen. Beth. So screw her. Um. So you wanted to be a midwife? Yes, yeah, so I wanted to be a midwife. And so I went to sick form and did subjects in A-levels that would help me with that. And I just sucked so bad at science right. in A-level. Did okay with it in GCSE. Um, I just couldn't... Massive I, step up in A-levels. I just couldn't no get it. No one warned you. Um, I, went, I went to Suffolk 1 for my A-levels. And so you'd either do a lesson in the morning and a lesson in the afternoon. And if you had um, like a free period, it would be that you'd have either a whole afternoon off or a whole morning off. Mm. So any spare sessions that I had, I was up on the like science level doing more human Science. biology just to try and get it. And eventually my teacher said, yeah, you should probably um, drop this. Oh, mate. And so that was like, right, well, I can't. But not through lack of effort then? No, I just Where did that lead you? Was she devastated or was she like, I was so oh, confused. that's a relief. Like- I was so confused. I was 17 and then had no idea. And where are you at with God? At? Like, do you feel like you heard from God on it? Do you feel like... Or were you not that interested in God at that stage of your life? Or? I think I just felt a little bit lost. Mm. I'm regular to church. I was part of 242 and everything. And I think I compared myself a lot to the other girls who were my age because they just seemed to have it together, mm-hmm. whether or not they actually did. Um, I'm not sure. But to me, they just seemed like they had it all clued up. They were popular and beautiful and had guys after them and had it sorted for a job in the future, uni, whatever. And I didn't, didn't, didn't really know where to turn to next. Um, and so decided that because I didn't know where next was that I was going to not go to uni for a bit until I worked out where I wanted to go. So you completed your A-levels. So I completed you my A-levels. Didn't drop out completely, you just dropped didn't science. Drop out, yeah. Just dropped the science and carried on with my other ones and completed it and decided to get a job. Mm-hmm. New... I wanted to work with people in some form and thought, right, let's use people that I know. Who do I know that has a business that I might be interested in? Okay. So I spoke to a guy who I believe has been on a podcast before, Dave Cortine. Ah, yes. And David went... Bruce Cortine. <laughs> Not sure that's his middle name. Well, you don't know him as well as I do. Okay. Um, I spoke to him about what sort of jobs yeah, yeah. he could get me linked into. Did some work experience with one of his So businesses. Dave runs spas and that, doesn't he? Yeah, Spas and Health Club. He could be a midwife. I'm, ru- I'm rubbish at yeah. knowing what people do for a job. <laughs> yeah, so he, Sorry, he he's the MD of Mosaic Groups, which is Imagine yeah. Spa and, and the health clubs that are attached to that as well. So I finished my A-levels in the June. You do all right? Uh, yeah, I think so. 
I think I got... Well, you got graded, right? Yeah. So did you do all right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I got B, C, D. Yeah. I think. Uh, it I feels think like right, quite yeah. a long time ago, but I think it was that. Yeah, I was quite so happy old. with them. Yeah, I'm so old. Not. Um, and within, yeah, I think I had five days break and then I started working for them on the 1st of mm. July, 2013. So I worked... Doing what? Um, I worked at Ufford Park um, in Woodbridge and I worked on their spa reception. Ooh. I know, it sounds very Hello fancy. Hello and welcome to the spa. I had a that spa voice and everything. Nice, go on then, give us I a bit. I can't do it give anymore. Us a, oh, come on. It's gone. Rubbish. No, I genuinely do Hello think it's gone. Go on. Although I did have a panic at the mix when I answered the phone the other day because I nearly did the Ufford Park spiel and it's been a while since no, I've come done on. that. All right, so I've come in in my dressing <laughs> gown and slippers. I've come for a, a Thai I massage. Can, I can pretend to answer the phone yeah, for in. you. All right. Uh, no, no, don't, don't bring. I'll just put, do you it. You put a nice bring, bring in there for me, please, Alex. Bring, bring, bring. Don't you do it then. He'll put a better hello. one. Good morning, Ufford Park Spa and Health Club. Sophie speaking. How can I help you? Oh, hello. Um, I would like a massage. Would you really like me to go yes, through please, the whole yeah. spiel? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I can't even remember. Oh, rubbish. Okay, so you, that's what you did then. <laughs> yes, so that's what I did, and and I was a receptionist there for two years. Uh-huh. It was challenging. In can some you talk respects. to me about some of the stuff that you <sighs> did there, or can you not? Because it's like I want to, but I don't know if, like, if Dave listens to this, I don't think he knows half the stuff yeah, yeah. that I went through. Yeah, yeah. So, like, part of me does want to say it. Yeah, yeah. But best chat to him like, first, sort of thing. Oh yeah. man. And like, you know, it wasn't... Can you talk about any other funny stuff? Because no, you've told me some funnier uh, stuff. Yeah. But I don't know even though... I, was like, no, I can I can say some of the, the harsher things, like being threatened with a disciplinary. Um, for those that know me, that seems a bit ridiculous. Oh, um, yeah, there was nothing to go was on. Was that for your language again? Oh, uh, yeah. The Terrible horrendous... No, so I, yeah, I got... Um, I had to get the old special bleeper makes, out for this podcast. It makes podcast. me shake even now when I talk about it. Are you, are you really angry yeah, about it? No, like... Because I feel the motion, like whenever I talk about Please it, I feel the motions. I'll, I'm not going to cry. Out. I'm not going to cry. Um, yeah, so the manager at the time didn't particularly like me and I'm quite a people pleaser. So I would do everything I could possible to try and get her to like me. Now, not everyone's going to like you. And I know that right. now. But at, at the time, like I'd have a coffee waiting for her in the morning oh, and mate, if she was late I'd go make her is. a fresh one as quickly as I could um, I'd probably wind her up more eh? she'd, she'd leave me alone she'd shake no she'd shake her coffee cup at me and put it down and walk off and that was her asking me to oh. make her a drink and I'd go and do it that's what's worse Ooh. I look back now and I'm like Sophie you I idiot. like this woman what <laughs> I aim to I, be her uh, no Alex she, no fetch me something she had many qualities but she also had a lot of things that made me yeah. Fear her. Yeah. And I, I probably would be a bit scared now, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's there's that sort of stuff. And yeah, one that particular day left me in absolute floods of tears. So but generally on the whole, <clears throat> that job good? I wouldn't go back and change any of it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's totally made me who I am today and made me confident enough to deal with things. So, how'd, so how'd there you was get some to- like serious like fun that happened there. Yeah. yeah being called down to the pool because a woman's swimming costume had basically come off as she was swimming and the lifeguards didn't know how to tell her. (laughs) (laughs) 
they were like, Sophie, you have to come oh, down here now. Go on. Oh, please tell you me have, what you said. Okay, so they were, please tell they me what me you said to like, this yes. woman. I was like, what? And they were like, um, you have to come down here right now. Right now. I don't care what you're doing. You have to come down here. So I walked down the corridor from reception to poolside to find the two lifeguards stood on poolside, but... In fits of laughter or really no, concerned? full panic. Oh, full no. panic because she she wasn't a young woman. <laughs> and um, uh, they didn't tell me what was wrong. They went, just go and look. So I went and stood on poolside looking as if I've lost someone. Yeah. And I'm looking, I'm thinking, what? There's nothing wrong here. There's like, And then it clicked because yeah. the woman had been swimming towards me on her front and had turned oh, over. Oh, she didn't do backstroke. Oh, no way. <laughs> you are having me on. <laughs> no, I swear down. <laughs> and inside, I died a little bit That's for her so because it's the good. most humiliating thing. She not feel the draft. She was quite a big lady. Oh dear. That makes it worse. And so I, I waited for her to turn round at the end and swim back on her front and I leant down on the edge of the poolside <laughs> and just motioned to lift up. <laughs> oh, so she'd lo- so it was attached but it was under the It had gone under the breasticles. Yes. And she was horrified. Oh mate, did what Bless her. I just, I just motioned to lift up her swimming costume and then stood up and walked away. No way. And as I left, I said to the boys, you wouldn't have called me if she was 25. No way. And they laughed and said, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> so Mate. there's things like, like things like that. Well, that's prepared you well for youth work. Oh, so um, to, to, <laughs> Talk to me about, um, maybe it's prepared you well for church. <laughs> that has actually happened to me at Whoops. church. But that is a story Okay. For another day. Definitely. Um, and probably for when Not I've left the, the forge because it yeah. involves someone from the anyway. forge. Um, I have no plans to, by the way, in case Good. the conspiracy theorists Great. out there. Um, so go on then. Are you, what, what, what's going on? How do you get to this youth work stuff? Uh-huh. So um, I was at Park for two years, got promoted up to a spa in Norwich and became a duty manager um, for... Imagine so about Blowfield Heath. So I was there for two years, um, supporting management there, running stuff for them, um, doing my job. And I just knew I wasn't in the right place. I do youth work voluntarily since I was 18 for The Forge, um, helping run 242. So where did that come from then? I don't know. I just think I never wanted to really leave. I quite enjoyed it. So you were part of the youth. You love being part of the youth. Yeah, so you just and I just sort of stuck around. Yeah. Um, I feel like generally, generally that's how I explain why I got into that originally. Yeah. But I just loved hanging out with them. And but I think that's really good because I think like <clears throat> I think I've shared a bit about like my story in that in the past. It's like for me, it was like this big light bulb moment that I was like, I know what I'm supposed to do with the rest of my life. But uh, like that's the minority. But yeah. it seems to be the only ones you hear about. A lot of people are like, I don't really know what I want to do with my life. I think I sort of felt like I was doing it initially to give back because I'd been really lucky to have. You've been invested in so such solid people invest in me when I was mm. a teenager that I was like, well, who's going to do it for the next generation? Yeah, who's going to encourage that next wave of? christians moving into the adult church yeah. from the youth um and i was you know on the size world trips um and this particular one something just clicked yeah i had the best week 
I had young people make me cry oh. and I'm not a crier in front of people. Yeah. But made me absolutely sob in that conference room at the top of the stairs because I was praying for them. But then they turned around and prayed for me and yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh, this is not how it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm meant to be praying for you. I'm meant to be looking after you. Like, yeah. But you're speaking into my life in ways that I don't think anybody mm. else could. And they were sort of 13. When and, was that? Um, two years ago. Yeah. It's two years ago so to when the week. Did you, when did you leave the Naharich? Um, so I finished there, where are we now? 2019, 2017. And so then, I then went what? to Sizewell and... Which is like the best a week, Christian is, conference yeah, centre at the seaside. Where we held our week away for our young people. I had the worst first week back at work doing ridiculous hours, just yeah. dealing with all, everything. And I was like, I need to have my notice in. I can't do this anymore. Really? I've spoken it. about it before with my family. I was like, I need to tell somebody it. else other than my family because I thought I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um. So I rang Sam Fenny up and just said... Sexy Sam Fenny. Sam Fenning, <laughs> um, love him dearly, but not like that. And I just said, I need to tell you this because if I don't, then I'm not going to do it. And I said, I'm going to have my notice in. I'm going to hand it in on this day and I'm going to call you after I've done it. And so he yeah. held me accountable for it as well as right. my family, because I just needed someone outside yeah, yeah. of my house who wasn't going to pressure me to do yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, yeah, finished at the end of March. Didn't have a job to go to. Okay, so At no all, plans, nothing. no, just knew you needed... Had prayed about it and yeah. I was just like, God, this is up to you now because I don't really know what I want to do. Mm. I know I need to be working with young people, but I'm not sure where or how or what that even looks like. Um, so would you say that was a leap of faith for you? Huge like, leap yeah. of faith. I stupidly decided to have my notice in after the end of a 13-hour shift. Ah. So waited the whole shift. Yeah. Because I wanted to give it to both my managers at the same time. Okay. And they were really shocked because they thought I'd never leave. Ever. Really? They just thought I was there yeah. forever. Which um, probably one of the problems. Yeah. And so I ended up speaking with Dave Hanna. Who, um, who's Dave? Who's Dave? So Dave is the youth work director at The Mix. So he's one of my bosses. The Mix where we meet for the Eden Catherine. We do, yes. Which is why we're here. <laughs> um, Don't forget it. No, I won't. Do not forget it. No. So ended up speaking with him and um, just said, look, I th I want to get into youth work. I've, I'm leaving my job in a few weeks time. Have you got anything? And yeah. anyway, it doesn't have to be a youth work position. You work in the CAF. Yeah. yeah. And so I did. Yeah. Um, I ran a little branch that they held in a local council office and did that for a couple of months before they decided to stop running that and then... Um, yeah, because all of their stuff is grant funded and yeah. quite temporary, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that the that money has sort of come to an end, and so they moved me back into the main building, and I helped run their crucial crew. I did front of house shifts for them. I just picked up Whatever little bits could. here and there. Um, applied to do a course with um, CYM Cambridge, which was held at Ridley Hall, which was a youth work course mm -hmm. um was which, that a christian thing like because um, it's important so to say was, that like yeah, the so mix it, is not the christian. mix is not christian there's no. loads of christians there's there, quite a few of us there but it is not no. so when you say youth work you're not talking about no, church youth no. work. you're talking about youth i'm talking work. about like one-to-one -one 
working life with young people yeah. like through with them um which i absolutely love but yeah it's not it's not christian so this course was in youth work ministry so it covered um youth work in the community but it also covered covered spiritual youth work mm-hmm. and pastoral work in churches which then i thought great that's going to help me in whatever yeah. area I'd choose to end up in. So did that across the space of a year, just picked up more and more shifts. Um, they started a project at The Mix called Thrive, which helps and supports young people who are about to be kicked out of school. Okay. Um, they're either struggling with anxiety um, and need support with their mental health or it's behavioural. Right. And so um, they're sort of, I know you shouldn't have favourites, but I quite like the naughty kids. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so they're not always naughty, but to schools, they yeah. are some of their most hard, like kids that are hard work. Yeah. And so I started to do that, paid one day and voluntary another to make sure it could run. And so for a yeah. sort of a good year, year and a half, that's what I did mm-hmm. to earn money. It was yeah. probably two thirds less than I'd earned in the spa. Really? But I still lived at home having to pay minimal rent i'm not a big spender so it worked were you happy more the the biggest change yeah you could ever see the biggest change i was horrible at home yeah i was horrible i was a horrible person to be around at home so have you been at upper park today no oh sorry you are (laughs) what who let who let him in here no i just just everything would would come out at home yeah. You but you wait till this is stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm really scared. <laughs> he is. Um yeah, I, I just it was it was awful. My mental health was horrendous. Yeah, yeah. And not because it, you know, it was it was it was a good place to work. I wouldn't change the yeah, 4 yeah. years that I worked for for that that company because I learned so much and I went through so much, but I wouldn't go back and do it again because I know I'm in the right place now. So the financial hit, worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. Totally worth it. And I'm now doing a youth work role at The Mix full time. Yeah, so how did that that come about? Because that is amazing. Um, Because obviously you've been doing, you've been busting your gut. So you've been working for the four. So did you have three jobs or two jobs? So I sort of had three jobs. Yeah. So I would do the base on behalf of the forge. Yeah. I was doing thrive on behalf of the mix. And then I was also doing like front of housework and the mix. mix and so you're working all the three jobs. Yeah. It could, you could and have voluntarily easily, doing yeah. two for two as well. And um for me like you could so <laughs> easily get discouraged like, oh I had a good thing going at Ufford Park. Like I had the money, I had friends, I had, you know, a a career path. Yeah. And you come home and you're like answering the phone to you know some some kid that's just walked in and you're having to make coffee because it's all so busy and you're like this isn't what I quit for you know this but you kept the so money, strong the money that. didn't matter yeah My, but like just in terms of what you were doing as well like yeah I was making a difference in young people's lives whether I was being paid for it or not yeah, that's and that sat right with me and it sat right and that for where my faith was at 100 percent and you know, working for a church is so different to working, you know, just in a, a random job where yeah, yeah. Hard, I think there was one other Christian when I was in the Norwich Spa. Yeah. 
and even then you're not on the same shifts you barely you end up barely talking to each other and that sort of stuff so yeah to be around people who are like-minded who get it who understand who push me further in my faith yeah who encourage me to come to church when I haven't been for myself in a few weeks yeah because of whatever yeah it just changes everything. Yeah. Changed my headspace. Yeah, it changed yeah. what I was passionate about. But um, then this opportunity came up with yeah. the mix to do what you're doing now. So how did that come about? Um, so they, what, what do you do now? What do I do? Um, so yeah, I'm a youth worker for the Together Project. So the Together Project is um, a program that we've created for 15 to 24 year olds mm. who are... Um, stuck who are about to leave education who don't know what to go on to next who Mm. are struggling who are not in work who are not earning anything who feel like they are hitting rock bottom Mm. they can come they can meet with us we will do and put them through life skills and development program they'll meet one-to-one with us um they'll get support whether they're in work or not Mm. whether they are three years down the line and they've got a job and everything's great, they'll still have us mm. in the background. So we're providing a opportunity to have support for as long as they need and want it yeah. for whatever they need and want it for. Yeah. Um, so we were lucky enough to get a whole load of funding from local council and local businesses to make it happen. Yeah. Um, my line manager Ray had to do a lot of legwork to begin with in getting businesses on board. So she spent probably about eight months doing that before they put these roles together. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they came to me and said, "Look, this role's coming up. We want you to apply for it." Yeah. So I did. Brilliant. And and I got it. Dream job. <laughs> dream job. Quite literally, my Fantastic. dream job. Um, do that four days a week. I still yeah. get to do. De- do, do the, the base one day a week. And um, we've, we've got to wrap up shortly. That's okay. But um, talk to us a bit about, um, you. so you just took our some of our young people away last month to Sizewell Hall. Tell us yeah. about that. That could literally make me cry on the spot. Yeah. No word of a lie. Um, so we took 64 young people. I've actually people. got tissues in my hand. It's okay. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to hold it in. Okay, but I feel good. like I could Please when do. I talk about them. Um, yeah, we took 64 young people away. Um, they weren't just you from Forge. mental. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> took annual leave to take young people away. What and a it's totally worth it. Holiday. Yeah. Um, they're incredible. They're not just from the Forge. We had um, some from a couple of other churches and they just they changed my life no word of a lie um they are incredible we had the best fun with them this is the point that changed my life two years ago Mm. and it's honestly the best week if you have a chance to look at the video that was created one of our young people created it and um it just like the forge facebook and vimeo and that you can search for and it just in a snapshot in a few minutes shows us what um or shows you guys what we did yeah whilst we were away um i don't i think i barely slept but sleep's overrated sleep's overrated we survive on coffee we're youth workers they're just incredible and if you're a parent of a young person or if you are one of those young persons uh, young people that came with us i can't tell you how much i love you because you're great literally um, if you get a chance to be part of 242 or meet any of our teenagers, they are absolutely incredible. I agree. Thanks. 
I agree. Um, so just lastly, an encouragement to those that are where you were at during your Ufford Park job. Don't settle. Mm. Just because it's happening now doesn't mean it's not going to get any better. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't think I would amount to anything else because of the things that I was told daily in my workplace. Um, and now I so wish, even though I'm slightly scared, I so wish that those managers could see me now yeah, and see the impact that I'm having. So don't settle and um, get people to hold you accountable if you're making a big decision and don't be afraid to jump because God caught me and it's all great. Love it. Yeah. Sophie, thanks so much for coming thanks. on. Um, thanks and for having how me. How can people get in touch with you? Um, don't. Okay. No, I'm joking. Cool. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I think my handle's my name with an X on the end. What, but what's your name? Sophie Tapscott. Great, thank Thanks. you. Thanks. <laughs> no one knows your name. That's true. Um, I mean, yeah. You're not as famous as me. That um, That is true. Yeah, so I've been at Benjamin Lasky, but you know that because I'm famous. <laughs> um, Alex Laver has been re- producing this podcast. He's done a brilliant job. Thanks, Alex. Um, and his wife is... Uh, for babies and um, you've learned lots yeah, today just play the music I guess <laughs>